I think I start out that every episode the exact same. It's always I think I say hey in that tone every single time. Very hey, how y'all doing? Yep, literally. Um, well, hey guys, it's been a minute. Which we we prepared you for. Um, so sorry, not sorry. Y'all knew, y'all knew the situation. We Um, because we are having a, as you will see on our Instagram. A busy girl summer. Hashtag busy girl summer. Yeah. And we won't feel bad for that. No. No. We're having a busy girl summer. We're vaccinated. We're doing our thing here and there and everywhere. Yes. We have three episodes to recap and we have no game plan here because no plan. we do not have a guest to befumble and I ha- we've both watched all the episodes. I you, think Annie you've thought watched all of them. I oh think Annie God. thought I hadn't watched them. I have. I thought you had watched only. Okay, I guess that doesn't make sense. I thought you had watched the last two and not the one before it. Yeah. No, I watched. But... We watched. We had a watch party for that. Yeah. Okay. Well, so I've seen them all. It's hard. I have not taken great notes, so maybe you can give me notes. I have and notes, I, and I can. I took really good notes on last week's episode. Okay. Perfect. And that's it. Um, no, you know what? We're just going into new territories this week. We just, just took recap. a step into ASMR, and now we're a recap podcast. Yeah. Listen, there are no rules. Podcasts are literally fake. Exactly. Podcasts are talking to your friend on Skype and recording it. That's like face. my favorite murder, Karen and Georgia like are taking a break for the summer and like a lot of comments on the Instagram were like mad at them. And I'm like, this is free content. They didn't, you didn't sign a contract. They can do whatever they want people. So stop your complaining. Yeah. This isn't like a TV show where they have to be on. Yes. Um, I'm just looking through bachelor Reddit really quick. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, Dale and Claire are engaged again. It's like, Oh, they are for sure. With them. Um, Ben Higgins had a meltdown. He had what? a breakdown, and he moved home to Indiana. Oh no! Yeah, is he okay? I don't know. I'm but... sorry. I know Ben Higgins is like. I think he might be like a little problematic, but I really like him, and yeah. that makes me really sad. I'm just you're sad when anyone has a breakdown. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's okay to be oh, a human with really... empathy and be like, oh, this person kind of sucks, but, like, I hate – I don't want to wish, like, bad on anyone or anything like that. So he has nothing to do with his fiance. Mm-hmm. Just, it just sounds like he's just confused and maybe, like, at a loss when it comes to, like, career stuff or something. Yeah. Which is fair, I guess. Um, oh, my literally. God. Speaking of career, we did not discuss the elephant in the room. No, not the elephant in the room. My favorite thing to discuss, which is the PPP program. PPP program, it's literally, I just called it the Paycheck Protection Program program. Program. Um, the Our little influencers that applied and got it, which, okay, here's the thing. I've been seeing a lot of discussion on this because a lot of people are like, well, maybe now people will realize that like influencing is a career, influencing is a small business, blah, 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 blah. And I'm not trying to say that like influencing isn't. No, it is a career. Yeah. I don't think either of you, especially like 
are like us being in like advertising and social media we know it's a career yeah my issue with it is that like okay so for one thing first of all Tasha did it and Tasha said that okay first the thing is yeah that disappointed me Tasha got it and then Tasha said oh well I used the funds to hire an assistant that's not what it was supposed to be for. It's not supposed to be nope, for expanding your business. Yeah. It is supposed to be for keeping your Maintaining. business Maintaining. Yeah. Maintaining. Which if she had said, oh, I used the funds to pay my assistant when like money dropped because I wasn't able to go do travel influencing or something like that. Because I know she was a travel influencer, so she could have like made some spin with that. But she didn't. She got it to further like better yeah. her business which is like come on also like social media didn't go anywhere during the pandemic if anything yeah. social media got even more popular because people were stuck inside on their phones all day like yeah my screen time went through the goddamn roof because there was literally nothing to do other than be on a screen and be told products to buy yeah. by influencers and just yeah. take in content um and then who else got it? So Colton. Colton got it, but it just, but Colton's only went to his foundation. So I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll give you. Oh, a Ari. Okay. Ari and Lawrence is really the one that was mm-hmm. the worst. And we've been singing their praises lately. I know. This was not I, cool of them. I know. It's literally like they just heard us finally being like, oh, maybe I'm cool with them. And then they're like, no, no, no. Ari and Lauren got 20K. Oh, hi, Scout. Scout just jumped behind me. She's going to go bark at my neighbors. Um, Ari and Lauren got 20K. And, like, that is just so insane to see alongside like their lavish lifestyle yeah like they just like added a beautiful like expansion to their house for a beautiful room for the twins they bought a vacation home in hawaii which is like a whole other bag of worms to open up when like the property value is so high that like people that have lived on hawaii for their entire life, their entire family history can't even afford property, but these influencers can buy up mega million dollar vacation homes. And it yeah. was just the worst. I don't know if they said anything. Did they even say anything on it? I haven't seen anything. I don't know how you justify that. Ah! Scouts. But like, what are Ari and Lauren gonna like say? Because the thing is, everything they did was completely legal. It's just, like, the shitty... It's just wrong, and it's the kind of thing that, like, other people were saying, like, Blake, our little hometown hero, was saying that, like, he saw it and he knew he could apply for it. But at the time, like, he knew he had, like, a stable and very lucky career that he could do from anywhere doing whatever he wanted while his friends were like losing their jobs. Yeah, exactly. He was like, why would I, it's like, just have a little perspective about the situation. And it just feels very, I don't know. Anyways, the rich get richer, baby. Period. Period. (laughs) Um, All right. I'm trying to think if there's anything else i'm I mean, still unspoiled luckily are you still unspoiled oh yeah girl i don't spoil myself the way you do 
in that regard. I spoil myself in a lot of ways, but not when it comes to the ending of shows. The way you said that made me feel very, I'm not one of those girls. No, I'm not one of those girls. (laughs) Um, But usually I spoil myself because I just get so impatient. And I'm actually, but I get impatient because I get tempted easily. So like when I'm like looking for memes or something, I'll like see a potential You'll just swipe one too many times. Yeah, exactly. Which is why now, if y'all have noticed, we're not really like doing meme recaps. And that's simply because it is too dangerous. It's too risky. It's too risky. I had to go through and I One day we'll find an assist. One day we'll hire an assistant with our PPP money to- to find the memes for us and support yes, it for himself. Exactly. Yeah. Our assistant with our PPP money. Um, yes. And because that's how I got spoiled last time. I was looking for memes and that's how I found out. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like something that brings me so much joy has brought me so much pain. So much sorrow. <laughs> and so now I have literally like every single word possible muted for my twitter like anything any bachelorette hashtag anything that says like katie f1 katie final rose anything anything so i see nothing on my feed about the bachelor basically aside and i'm even scared to log into our instagram account like i sweep i do a very like you only put put out content you don't consume exactly i'm just so nervous i don't know how people do it um but and it's so tempting too because on reddit they have the spoiler threads and they're right there and i could click it it's Don't like if it. you're a kid and like your parents put out like christmas presents and they put out yeah. one in, like a bag and so you know like ooh, i could like yeah i'm just like a way stronger person than you and i have like a <laughs> lot more like control and like self like discipline i think <laughs> I'm just not um, weak. Yeah, I'm just like a weak individual with like a weak brain. Yeah, I'm just and like, like I have strong morals and like yeah, values I that have, I hold like, myself to. Yeah, I have strong morals and values, um, and I've just never been tempted at all no. by any of this. It's not even um, phasing me. All right. Well. <sighs> okay. We got three nine. We have six hours of content we have to get through. I. Isn't that insane to think Let's about? just hit the highlights of every episode, okay? Yes, we don't need to get into the nitty-gritty. That's what I was thinking, because also so much has already been said. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, it's best that I didn't take notes, because then I can just, like, I can just, it, anything, it's just the things that stick out, okay? Yes, exactly, and those are truly the most important nuggets. Okay, so, so we start off with episode three. I want to take you back to June. Let's go back to June. What is June happening in the world? June 21st. Um, the Delta variant wasn't so strong. We were kind of living in hope. And now I'm like, oh, now I need to make sure I take my mask with me again. Cause now I'm scared again. So that's great. Um, what else was happening in June? Um, again, I think we should just focus on the episodes cause we have three to get through. You don't need to set the tone. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> People are gonna be like, people are gonna be like, Haley is such a bitch. I'll be like, correct. I she is the wind beneath my wings. If not, it would we would be here and I'd be trying to figure out what current events like, happened. I think it was like it was really rainy ago. that week. I can't tell you that. 
I genuinely can't tell you what happened three weeks ago. Um, it was really anyways, rainy all week. Yes. So we start, we open up with the men unionizing, which is frankly one of my favorite. Truly, truly an out of body experience. <laughs> Do you remember when we started this and we'd had like our like get to know you post and mine said that I would unionize with everyone so we could have a fair. I'm, I'm just going to say it, Katie. Slot. Who has interacted with our Insta. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Saw that. And she said, wouldn't that be a great bit for my season? And the yeah, producer said yes. So this is, fellas. it all comes back to us. Yes. No, I lost my mind when like Mike goes up and basically it's like. I also love that a, it was Mike. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, as a representative for the men. <laughs> On behalf of my state. <laughs> He's like, we have and we spoken. have my constituents. constituents. We, have, <laughs> we have spoken. We have taken a vote. There have been membership dues paid. There is, there is, on behalf of the brotherhood, it's a frat <laughs> speaking to the panhellenic or whatever. Yes, exactly. On behalf of the men of the boys' union, we have come here to say, get Carl out. So they, but okay, here's the thing that boggled my mind. Katie had to like rethink her plan for the night. Like she was gonna give Carl a rose. Yeah. After I also everything. I also think it's funny that they unionized because like now that we've had two more episodes to watch, it feels like that's happened kind of again. Yes. And they it's keep like this is unionizing. Weird. I think they all, I think that they all get along like extra well this season with the exception of like the few outsiders that it just makes it really easy where they're all like, this guy sucks. I don't know. And so I'm like, are they like being catty and ganging up or are they unionizing? I can't decide. So Amazon has said the same thing. Are they just being catty (laughs) or are they trying to unionize? Stop being mean. really mean um they're trying to be mean to us and tell us when we can and can't do things i really don't like that yeah jeff bezos was probably just like relaxing in one of his billion dollar yachts was like oh i'll watch a little bachelor that'll be some light-hearted fun and then immediately was scared he was like these people are seeing unions on tv what will happen next Okay, so Katie then is like confused because she was like, "Oh, I was gonna keep Carl," and it's like, "Why? Why so weird?" Anyways, but then she ends up sending Carl home. Carl was rude. He didn't even say goodbye to her. I know. Yeah, it was weird. He was like, "Peace." He said, "Yeah," which, like, honestly, if you had been voted out by the boys' union, would you? Great point. Well, it also felt kind of like Survivor. Yeah. Yes. It was a yeah. group decision. Yeah, yeah. Like the group. What if they started doing that on The Bachelor? They did like a group. Like she gets she fight. gets eight roses to give out, and then they get to vote on to take away one of the roses. Exactly. Maybe that's I'm interested in that. Honestly, doing. I like this concept. Okay. Anyways, then we go into their date night. Um, oh, and this is the one where she's like, okay, 
let's share all of our secrets. Yeah. And Nick File is hosting it. Nick for... is there for some reason because we but can't guess... do a single season without him. But he seems he seems like he's gone to therapy and like No, I don't mind Nick. It's just he can't he is probably the hardest to let go of the franchise. Like yeah. he's gonna be the last to leave. Oh yeah. He's probably gunning for that Chris Harrison. Maybe. Spot. Yeah. For the boys. Yeah, I don't hate I don't hate Nick. I think I used to. Yeah. Um that was guys That was an it was intense. Yeah, it was really intense. Like it made me definitely in a way kind of think of um a Catholic school retreats when they are like, okay, everyone, get up and share your story with everyone. So they make everyone share like their problems. It also made me think of that retreat that bleep the company we used to both work for makes people do remember where like we had to go on this retreat and like share all like our traumas and stories and how it like made us a better worker (laughs) or not even that but it was just like understand that the people you're working with are humans but in a way I was like are you just trying to make us like trauma bonds so we don't want to quit the world may never know (laughs) correct yeah it was heavy I also was watching this and like with a group of friends and that was just like so weird to watch because we all were like oh shit like Yeah, really and because it you was can't all... like sit and laugh and watch the show like you normally do. Exactly, because it was all really serious shit. Like I don't want to make light of any of that. No, not at all. To say, like it was a very although someone I don't remember who like was just like, yeah, I was dating this girl and I didn't really like her and it went on for too long or something, yeah. and I don't remember who it was. It might have been Thomas, probably. Yeah. And and I remember being like okay (laughs) like what it's like that one time was it last season where there is that girl that was like yeah i wish i could tell you like some traumatic story about my life but like i don't have any that's literally me (laughs) you get into the trauma bond situation you're like um well okay my durable passed away i was really i'm really extremely anxious (laughs) that's me just my body um but thomas did not make himself look good. I noted this. He said he went on a date like a week before he left. Cool. Which I was like, that's such like a waste of time for everyone involved. Like, why would you go on a date with someone? Yeah, that's silly. you knew exclusively you just wanted to hook up and go. Yeah. When you're going to be for sure on a show the next week. Like, that's so stupid. Um, And then a lot of what I was hearing from the guys was like, um a lot of accountability which is good because i think that you people are um fluid and ever-changing and sometimes you're gonna fuck up in relationships but what's good is that you learn from it and you say hey i fucked up in that situation in the past here's how i'm not going to do it in the future which is the vibe i got from a lot of them yeah for sure yeah, rather than just the concept of, like, men being like, oh, my God, my psycho ex-girlfriend. I don't yeah. know why she acted that way. And it's, like, because of you. Because yeah. of you. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then we go into Katie sharing about her sexual assault experience, which apparently she wasn't planning on sharing at all. Like, mm. it just kind of, like, came forward that day because she 
um, felt really vulnerable and really open with them, which I think that's a very big thing to share with that many people. And that must be a very good environment for her if she felt comfortable to do so in that space. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Yeah, very um, inspired by Mm -hmm. her bravery in sharing that. And she's continued since that episode to say to like the way that she recognizes like how that has impacted her future or how she is now, I think shows how much um, work she has done to process and heal from that. Yeah. And I also think as a kudos to the series, because I think the series itself is learning, especially as people are like calling them out for, doing things incorrectly and not showing things Mm -hmm. correctly. I want to give a kudos to the series because they've always been very good about showing. First off, they show trigger warnings before um, the segments. And then afterwards, they also show um, information for like rain, which I Mm -hmm. think is very good. Mm -hmm. I think that's just like another layer that needs to be added to shows when they talk about topics like that. For sure. Um, and then, so we go from that date, which honestly was, despite the fact that it was a very heavy date, I think was like a really good date overall. Like, yeah, I mean, it had, they had deeper conversations there yeah. than most. Yeah. And so that was a really good day. I don't really have anything that was like a really I good I don't remember day. much, to be honest. I don't even remember don't who think... got the group date, Rose. No, I don't. I She gave it to Connor. That's what I thought. But I think it was just like a night portion that I don't think there was anything notable in a bad yeah. way. I just remember overall, like literally overall, I noted later, I was like, this is one of like my favorite Bachelor episodes ever because it was just like very authentic and not just like the typical like, oh my God, let's mud wrestle. Like, ha 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 ha. Like. It showed a lot of vulnerability, which I think is always good. Now we go to Michael's one-on-one. King. There's like a whole tumbleweed. They are going to go four-wheeling because that's like the Bachelor must have now. They must have like bought a stock Kawasaki. Yeah, exactly. They must just like have one and then they're like, ah, we got to keep using it. So, um... They're just, like, making out, rolling around, whatever, whatever. And then they get to... Was it the night portion when he told her about his wife? Or was that during the day portion? I think it was during the day. But I didn't take notes. And that was three weeks ago. My notes are not as thorough. Um, So I think that he might have... Whenever he mentions it, we're just going to assume that they're in the bunker i put the bunker because it was literally a bunker did you notice that they had no, to crawl I was, out of it i was typing away on my computer but yeah, they i was cr- watching but i was working they were in a literal bunker during their night portion cool. of the date but anyways michael talks to her about being a widow and said like that freaking beautiful quote of saying like what a gift to be able to fall in love twice i'm obsessed with him. i get chills just like saying that well because it feels genuine yes like it's not some cheesy line exactly and like the way in which he's saying it too like talking about 
like talking about literally like his first love like the woman he was with for like 16 years and having the experience of being in love again and like saying that from like that perspective makes it entirely different rather than even thinking about it from a from a from a perspective of like oh you're in love you're in a relationship you break up and then like you're like oh but what like a gift to fall in love again like it's just a whole different yeah whole different situation so I just really loved him sharing that and then talking about like his son and just seeing how much he like still cares about his wife and also seeing in response how Katie wasn't like jealous or like yeah anything like that like you can tell she also like totally respects like the love that he has for his wife and like would never feel like I don't know like the word jealous feels wrong but like she would never like try to make him like she knows that he she is a constant part of his life even if she isn't here anymore and even if he is in love with her you know like it's just a very um emotionally mature situation and then when she offered him the rose she offered the rose for him and james Mm, very sweet it was just really sweet that's where my notes ended for that episode frankly um but i really did love the episode i saw tweets later that were like we got a unionization we got men being emotionally vulnerable we got michael like it was just overall a very good episode yeah Mm-hmm. And then we go into episode four, which is okay. just I have like, notes for this one. Yeah. Episode one was Auntie Carl at the beginning and then emotional vulnerability. And then this episode was Auntie Thomas. So yes. do you want me do you want me to do this recap and you respond and then we'll go back for episode course. the next one? Yes, I have okay. notes as well. Okay, perfect. Yes, just so chime sure. in. Um so it starts off with like the drama with Thomas and I guess that's kind of how last week's ep- the episode before ended of like them just feeling like he wants to be the next bachelor. Yeah, that's how that's how the last episode ended, I remember. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, which okay, frankly, here's the thing. Would it not ever cross your mind when you are cast on the show that if you don't win, you could potentially be the next Bachelor Bachelor. No, it does cross everyone's mind, but you can't verbalize mind. it. <laughs> it's like the issue with Kaylin and Cassie when they were, like, having that yeah. conversation on the bus and then became, like, the whole thing on Colton season. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, it... it Yeah, it's just all... So, it's, like, all the guys talking shit while Thomas is, like, on a run. And... It, I wrote, it's a bummer that he's so hot. Because it is, a, he is hot. Um, and then I remember he was working out and talking, I think, to Courtney. Yeah. And he says, if I wasn't into her, this wouldn't be worth it. Would you want to be in my position? And I don't know. Something about that line feels very manipulative to me. Yeah. And later he says things to Katie that also feel very manipulative to mm. me. I think the whole thing got blown out of proportion, but I don't like how he handled it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I just wrote the bullet point. I love Trey. Trey is just such... He was really good in this episode. A cutie. I really enjoy Trey. Yes. So then we get to the first group date, which is the truth or dare. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which was so funny. That was such a good date. 
They all had so much fun with it. They were so funny. I like laughed out loud when Trey was getting waxed. Like I audibly laughed. Oh my god! When whatever the guy is that waxing is the waxing him, he sings a little song. He's like, "All right, did did he do?" And then he waxes him. I so funny. I was obsessed with that. Okay. Also, I had something to say. Um, this is a different note aside from the, um. Aside from the truth or dare, the way this show dresses women is criminal. Correct. I know it's been discussed previously, but it was really highlighted in this episode during the truth or dare date because it was clear it was like a wintry spring weather. The women were in jackets. They were in skinny jeans and they put them in open toe heels. I was told one time. Literally, like, and it has been forever scarred in my brain that if it's winter on top, you don't dress like it's summer on bottom. And, like, Period. I just can't, I can't do it. I can't. So when I see a jacket being worn with open toe heels, no, suddenly. Jail. Jail. Um, anyways, but back to the date. That was so fun and yes and like the talk dirty part with greg and andrew let me show you all 50 states that was so (laughs) funny what did that mean so funny and then the habanero proposal and trey also was very cute during that i don't remember what he said but i wrote it down um so greg was like crying and he said i love you oh yes and she was like Ooh, Katie was into it, which, like, I know he was joking, but also, like, I'd be like... But also, yeah. I'd be like, oh, so you love me? I mean, you were pretty okay with saying that. Uh, I put my note, said, these are some good fellas with just a smiley face. Yeah. That whole date made me so happy. Yeah, it was super fun. It was super fun, which then we should have known that drama was coming at the cocktail <laughs> party. Um... So there's a lot of heavy Aunt Andrew content. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then it gets this whole discussion of Trey wants to talk to her about Thomas. And Andrew doesn't want him to talk to her about Thomas yeah. because he doesn't want that to then affect his time with Katie. And I very much see both sides of it. Yeah. Um, I get not wanting to take time away from your time and seeing how drama does that. I also get wanting to tell Katie about Thomas's like intentions. I yeah. also get like trusting katie to make her own decisions yeah so i totally saw it but then so then trey and it kind of so then and some of the other it kind of seems to be split between like the guys that agree with trey and the guys that agree with andrew but then trey tells katie about the drama and all the guys like confirm it which it was again like them unionizing they all were like yeah thomas sucks um and then she gives trey the rose so I I definitely, like you, saw both sides of it. And then it's a sticky situation because you're like, oh, my God, she, like, asked me to say something if something happens. But I also don't want to, like, seem like I'm trying to butt in here and say something like you're not noticing. But when she almost didn't send Carl home, maybe she's not noticing these things. So maybe yeah. you got to say something plus she's and it's hard to know like since we've never been on this show like it is hard to know like what they feel like katie sees versus what she doesn't exactly and then you're thinking like these guys spend all day every day with each other and she spends a few hours yeah exactly every week so yeah um i have a quote from andrew 
that he said. He goes, when he's mad at Trey, he goes, you killed the whole vibe, Buzz Yes. <laughs> yes, that was so funny. I do remember that. And then there's a quote from Courtney as well. Um, when Courtney is talking to Thomas, I don't know what's happening. Courtney goes, it's just a bunch of baloney. And who likes baloney? <laughs> I hate that. I hate they just that. Don't. They're just. The fellas on this season are something. something. Also, speaking of Courtney, um, well, he's not really a character in the next episode. And we know he gets sent home. He liked my friend's IG post. Interesting. Like the morning after he got sent off. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Anyways. Um, then, sorry, I can't see my notes right now because Rosie well, is on Tasha top Well, came of me. in and she goes, we, I oh, have yeah. someone from my past. Oh, yeah. I feel like they could be very compatible. I also Mm -hmm. like Blake. I think he's hot and nice and Canadian. I know a lot of people think he's, like, annoying, but I really like him. Um, I'm really sorry about my cat right now. (laughs) Rosie's Um, whole butt is... Rosie's whole butt is to the camera and also to my face (laughs) at the same time. Um, What are you doing? I get Katie's concerns about, like, not wanting to upset the other guys. Yeah. But I'm Especially also like, you're when the- she has a union. Now. Yeah. True. <laughs> but I'm also like, also, you're the bachelorette. So, like, do whatever the fuck you want. And if you think you could really have a connection, like, do it. Katie, I put, Katie is being very respectful of her 15 boyfriends. Hi, Rosie. Yeah. Are you I'm like, do like- whatever you want, girl. But she's realized now that she has the union, she's like, oh, I can't upset the union. I need to. Yeah. Make sure I'm abiding by. They laid out these rules. They yeah. gave me a whole. There's all these things I have to do, and now, like, what if I go against it? There's gonna be fines. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Um. So let me get to the cocktail party. And I think I didn't write the additional Blake details, but they meet, and then she gives him a rose. Yes. That's kind of what happens. But um, um I, have- I wrote this quote, and I think it's from Aaron. <laughs> I'm from wondering the if it's party the same quote in regards to Thomas. It's global warming. He's yes! on an ice cap. It's yes! shrinking every day, and I don't think he knows how to swim. Yes! I put, like, the seas are warming, and he doesn't know how to swim. I was like, what's happening with these quotes in this episode? Yeah. So then Thomas has gone and talked to Katie, and she seems, like, really, really unsure and, like, doesn't want to talk to him. And... And I wrote, I feel like if he genuinely was being thrown under the bus and like blindsided, he would be more frazzled and more upset. And instead he just seems yeah. to be like covering his ass, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I also wrote, he is so tall, which is hot. Um, and then Thomas came back into the like got to the row ceremony and Andrew's mad and the other guys are mad and it's all weird. And then someone, then somehow that guy start arguing with each other. And then I wrote this other quote from Aaron that just said, be respectful. Yeah. Cause um, someone, him and Andrew were getting into it or him and Trey were getting into it. And then Aaron goes, be respectful. I had a great um, observation, which I know I did have this observation observation. Chris had this observation. So I'm crediting him here. When we, well, I was watching it and he was doing something else. Um, 
I was like talking about Thomas. I was like, there's something about Thomas. He gives me such a strange like vibe. There's something weird about him. And he was like, yeah, he has Ty Lopez vibes. Like he should be Mm. in a garage being like, do you want to know how I bought this Porsche? I read eight books a day and wake up at 4 Mm a.m. And here's how you Well, he's the one. He is the one that I said on the very first episode. I was like, he uses a lot of words to say nothing at all. (laughs) And then he He uses so many big, long words to say nothing. Exactly. And he did. Yeah. So I also just have a a bullet point that says Michael is hot. Michael looked hot at this episode. I'll say it. He doesn't always look hot, but he looked hot at this ceremony. I know. And he And I thought for sure when all this happened that the cocktail ceremony would be canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it isn't. It wasn't. But then all is- the guys just talk about air, about Thomas. And she like looks really upset during all of these mm-hmm. conversations. But I'm also like, she could have shut these conversations down. Yeah. Like she could have been like, hey, I don't really want to talk about Thomas anymore. Let's talk about yeah. us. You know who but I do feel talk like- about Thomas? Michael. Is it Michael? Michael? Yes. That's why I wrote, I wrote another bullet point that just says King Michael. Like he- He, like, checks in with her, doesn't he? Yeah. He's like, how are you doing? And then, like, he just makes her forget about the drama and is just, like, such a good little guy. Obsessed. And so then the rose ceremony. And she keeps a bunch of people. And then last but not least, she pulls Thomas up and then Uh tells him off. You think he's gonna get... I was like... And she tells him the F off. And... All of the guys' faces. I wrote specifically Connor and Michael's faces were really funny, but all of them were hysterical. Yeah. She tells they him, were all your bachelor shook. audition is over. And they were all shook and like laughing. She did also send home David, which I'm upset about because David yes. was super hot. Is super hot. So I'm upset about that. But And then she kept that rose and then went and gave it to Blake. Yeah. That Miss Ma'am... She's pretty good at um, when they say, hey, this person is bad vibes. Here she is says, our evidence. Peace. She says, you know what? I'll listen. I'll do mm-hmm. it. So, you know what? But I think it hasn't been with anyone she likes. So what happens when they tell her that? I don't know. Exactly. Greg. Oh, my God. Don't even put that out there. I don't want to. bad news bears. That. Michael. Just kidding. It would never Stop. be Michael. It would never Okay, so let's just go into episode five. I have, like, pretty sparse notes for this. Um, But it was just... I'll try to shout out what I remember. So we get in to um, Blake being introduced to the guys. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which, like, the thing is, he knows that, like... Yes, and I appreciate that he knows. Yes, and I appreciate that. He doesn't come in... He's like, hey, guys, sorry. Yeah, he doesn't come in being like, hey, guys, let's be buddies. He's not like Heather expecting everyone to be like super nice to him. Like, yes, why people are annoyed. It's midway through. Yes. They're going to be frustrated. Um, And so he he did that and people weren't happy either. And then he gets the first one on one date. Yes. Like he he goes, he goes, he goes, obviously, this is best case scenario for me. Which is so funny. That and that is... picture has so much meme potential. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, this is best case scenario for me. 
That so feels like good. something that you would say. Okay, everyone, yeah. one of my first memories of Haley was when oh, we were working God. together and Haley, we were sitting out like one of the intern's last days. Everyone's sitting out <laughs> and Haley goes, all right, let's everyone go around the table and share your favorite memory with me. <laughs> So I love me, being so it funny. Made, it made me think of that with obviously this is a great scenario for me. Um okay. I So funny. So I, love that. They, I don't even know what was their activity on their date. They were rolling in the hay. That's all I know. Literally. Yeah. I think they have a good connection. I don't know. I feel like they're very compatible. Yeah. Like just in like their general like values, I feel like yeah. he really could handle like a very strong-willed like independent woman mm-hmm. and I feel like she is that and I think I don't know I just I think they could really work yeah and I think there's an actual connection there too rather than like these past scenarios we've seen where it's like someone just thinks they're in love with like the idea yeah, of exactly. someone yeah 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 so I think there's actually um, a connection there. Okay, but midway through the date, they like cut into the little like soft boy hours between Greg and Connor, and they're like, cut, they're like, oh my god! I love that like the little like softest, cuddliest boys are all. Oh, like, I love as a good. As we discuss like, later, I love a good, friendly, platonic cuddle. Yes. That, that meme that's going around of Greg and Connor cuddling is truly like one so of my good. favorite things. Um, what was I? I don't know why, but it just brought back to my. <laughs> I don't know why that whole conversation because like you, I was trying to think of past seasons where there were like guys that were like buddy buddy, and I think there was like moments during hannah's season where like tyler i feel would, like, like hannah's boys up, like a bunch of yeah them. tyler would like pick up pete when he made it back like, like it was very cute tyler but... and Pete and like mike yeah yeah or i just and that just made me think of their fucking um one of the times when they were bullying <laughs> not when they were bullying i mean it was rightfully luke. deserved luke and tyler goes we got a fucking five eight villain here <laughs> <laughs> I will never, it's not okay to make fun of people's heights. It's not. They can't help it. But that was so fucking funny because it was Luke and it was the way that Tyler said it was so good. And he was just so over it too. He was like, dude, we got a 5'8 villain. (laughs) Well, that season, the men on that season were giants as well. So it was like this whole- Yes. Can you imagine standing up to Tyler or Mike? Oh my god. Yeah, there's some parallels I feel between this is my English class thesis, my English class thesis, or actually I guess it would probably be film studies because this is film. Um, The parallels between the two seasons because then you could draw a parallel between um, Hannah moving back the podium and Katie pulling him up for the rose and then saying no, you know? I'm just saying there's layers. Um, Anyways, so then, we then get the next group date. Oh, well, Blake f- asks her how she became sex positive. She shares the sexual assault story with him as well. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I wasn't even thinking about it. I was like, oh my God, he wasn't there. And that was like a very big yeah. part of their 
yeah. um, episode last. Well, not yeah. episode, but like bonding. I don't know. Yeah. Emotional connection. Yeah. Anyways, I hate physical activity group dates. And that's what we get into next. Which also, this is like the worst group for physical activity group dates. Because it's like all the like sweet soft boys. Yeah. It's just not their forte. And yeah. And even if it were, it's not where they shine. And yeah, I'm just already thinking of Hunter just Hunter Michael no, to the ground slam, of all he people. Slam Michael. He it was someone else that slammed. Oh wait. Michael. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Yeah. Sorry. But Who Hunter was it that was actually like, slammed Michael? Hunter was it Aaron? Was, I think it was maybe Aaron. But Hunter was just getting way too into it. Which here, the thing is, if I was ever bachelorette and I had a competition date like that. I know that the guys think like, oh my God, by being the most competitive, I'll show her how much I want to be here and want to be with her. That would No, that shows me you didn't outgrow like your 13 year old like gym class phase. That would be the opposite for me. Like I would be like, rather than being like, oh my God, it's so amazing how into this you are. I'd be like, okay, I like you 5% less now because that is not attractive to me. Yeah. He just got really weird, really serious. Like, especially when everyone's yeah. like being friends now and getting yeah. along, the sudden competitive air was just not it, not it. And then Michael, our angel, gets knocked out during the date. So bad. It was he terrible. Got he got to the ground. and he was like holding the ball and he bonked his head. It, yeah. It, Poor baby. No one worse could it. It couldn't. No one worse to no get one. to that slam is to the ground. Like I would have rather I, seen anyone else get slammed to the ground. That is like if a puppy than that got poor kicked. baby. Yeah, lit- literally. It was terrible. It was the worst possible situation. Um. Anyways, but then we go. But Katie is just like, no, I'm done with this. We're not playing this yeah, game anymore. Honestly, like, clean shit. Yeah, she's like, no. Nope, yeah, she's just said, fuck this. Yeah. And then also, what I liked too is by her like being like everyone's a winner we're all going to the group date like it takes away that like competitive like energy and like the concept of like oh my god i need to smash everyone so i can win by just being like no nope, yeah everyone's going yeah queen and then at the oh. grow ceremony or not the rose ceremony at the cocktail like, party for that day i always get those confused man at the cocktail party for that day Michael tells the other guys about oh. his wife. And they and how all it just been her birthday. And they all lose oh. their mind and like, like support their friend. Like Greg was I just like I that is like still one of my favorite parts of every season is like the friendships that come out yeah. of it, honestly. Yeah. Um Sweet I remember boys. I like noted most about um I noted most that, like, Greg and Trey, who, like, I already loved so much already, they were, like, two of the people that were, like, most affected and that you could, like, see crying. And I was, like, "Mm, I love... And the way that Michael, like, turned it into being, like, we have to, like... Yeah. Just, like, his whole outlook, like, again, reminding, like, his outlook on life being so... Which is so amazing because then Greg says, he's, like, I had no idea. Like, he walks around with a smile on his face every single day and you would never know that, like, he had this terrible tragedy happen to him. And it's just a very good outlook to have on life. And I love 
him. He's great. I like. He makes me. Yeah. I'm very happy that he is at least on this show to literally like share that perspective with the world and share that like you can have terrible things happen to you, but like there's still like life to live and that you'd still need to like make the most of what you have. Yeah. And I also love that this episode just has a lot of vulnerability and this is going to sound so weird saying it, but like seeing like men cry in like a good way. Like I think that a lot of times men get told that like, it's not okay to cry. Like you need to be stronger, blah, blah, blah. I don't think that at all. I think like crying shows that you have emotions and that you're passionate about something and that you're feeling something. And it just feels good to have a season where people can openly cry about things. Yeah. That's my thoughts. Um, who got the group date rose? I'm trying to find it. I don't. Hmm, I don't know. I'm, I'm also, looking. I'm looking. Um, supposedly, someone was saying on Reddit they think that Katie and Michael's oh. little scene that they had that got cut. They think they got a cake for his wife to celebrate her. Oh together. wow! Wow. Yeah. That makes me feel something. Yeah. It's very sweet. Um, Hunter got the group J Rose because he showed her oh. pictures of his kids. Not that that's the only reason, but. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Hunter, I, he's starting to kind of wear on me just with the, ooh, just with the intensity of that last episode. Okay. Should we go into Andrew's date? Who I yes. also love. I love him I love as well. Boy. He's There's a sweetie so boy. Many sweeties on this season. Like, yeah. God. And I've been seeing people say like, oh, the producers casted all these like, all these like not like super hot macho guys because they hate Katie. I'm like, I fucking love Katie's cast. I love, and I feel like, like not that I'm exactly like Katie or that, but I feel Mm -hmm. like people that are louder and have stronger personalities needs like are, I can often be complimented best by soft boys. Yeah. Yeah. So and maybe I it's just that because that, it's very much and they, like that can also like let her be ha- have her independence. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because these are all guys that I would be very into. But I'm like, yeah, these are some I great little fellas. If I, I was the Bachelorette, I'd be so I love happy. A boy, so yeah. happy. Anyways, um, Andrew's date. That was the cutest date that they gave. Super them. cute. Like, yeah. It was like that, like the whimsical forest date with all the little yeah, like it was super questions. Cute. The thought that went into that that was so cute. Um, and then let's see. So I get into talking like at their nighttime portion. He kind of shares his experience of like not growing up with his dad, and they get into like some deep conversations about how his ex was like. Sorry, did you have anything you wanted to say? Or did I just, like, blow through it? Nope. Okay. Nope. They get into, like, the deep conversation of him saying that, like, his ex was, like, because his ex was a white woman, that she was worried about, like, how, like, their biracial children would be, like, perceived in the grocery store. Like, would they think that that's my kid? And the way that Katie approached it, which I give her, like, so much fucking... I don't know. I, well, I don't know if I want to say kudos for it, but the way she approached it being like, 
every single time she'd be like, I feel so naive as like a white woman to have never thought that that was like a potential in a relationship. Like I, I feel Mm -hmm. so naive not having realized that this was like a situation that you've gone through. And I feel like she, which again, the only person that gets to determine if she responded well are people of color or Andrew. But I thought that she did like a good response to it. She just was like saying, and then she said, she's like, I don't give a flying fuck of what like people think when they look at me. And if they want to say like, Oh, is that your kid? Like I will let them know. (laughs) Like, that's not some shit you pull. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I feel like for a white woman, Mm-hmm. Katie is actively doing her best to be a good partner mm-hmm. to if if her spouse were to end up being a person of color. Yeah, yeah. I feel, and I feel like half the battle is her being aware of that she won't always be. She won't always. I think part of the battle is her being aware that she doesn't know what it's like to be a person yeah. of color. Yeah. And she doesn't need to just, like, assume their experiences and she needs to be there to be open and listen to what they have to say and what they've gone through. Yeah. So, Katie loved her. Loved this date with Andrew. Just a great time. He gets a rose because, of course, he does because it was a great date, honestly. Um, And then we go... I don't think I took any notes during the rose ceremony do we get to the yeah we got to the rose ceremony. yeah well the big drum at the rose oh ceremony oh my god was i'm being with reminded Hunter. yeah 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 because what he pulled was not cool everyone knows or at least i feel like it's unspoken or at least like it goes against the freaking bro code or the boys union code of like if you have a rose you don't need to be like a dick and take up other people's time when they're trying to like. Yeah. And it's funny because when we were talking, like recording this, I remembered in the last episode, Michael was like what the one who comforted her, comforted Katie during mm-hmm. like the Aaron drama and Michael mm-hmm. had a rose. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, that's the same thing. But yeah. because of the way it played out, it feels, and we don't know, but it, yeah. it has to, Hunter must've taken up like excessive time. Yes. And that's the thing is I don't think that they're saying necessarily like, oh my God, you have a rose. You can't talk to her at all tonight. I think when, because the thing with Michael is he had like a whole setup involved, like a whole, like something to do with like wine. I don't know. He had a whole setup involved where then it's like, okay, you're not just going to be like, oh my God, I had a great week. Like really looking forward to next week. Done. Yeah. And like someone someone tried to cut in. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I don't think that guy would have cut in. I don't think anyone would cut in, like, one minute into it. Like, you probably cut in at, like, the normal amount of time. Yeah. And then Hunter wouldn't let it go. Still, like, yeah, and he was still, like, no. And it's, like, dude, you have yeah. girls. You've got, like, your time. Boys union rules say here in section 31B, don't do that. Yeah. So. Um, and then Hoomst goes home. Um, kind uh, of, Trey I feel was like the last person to get a rose, which that was very upsetting for me. I yeah. was not. I feel like we're finally getting to the meat and potatoes of the cast. Um, she sent home Courtney yeah. who got like a standing ovation. <laughs> um, and let me look who else. The boys gave him a standing ovation. I missed that. Yeah. 
like they like all clapped when he left. <laughs> um, Andrew and Josh. Huh. Andrew, I believe, was like the defense Other attorney. Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I believe Josh was the Canadian um, fire. Mm. Oh no, no, Josh was IT there. consultant. That was super cute. I think that Josh, the Canadian firefighter, will go next. It's James. James. No, wait. Sorry. No, it's not James. It's not. <laughs> That's not his name. Whomstever he is. Um, I just feel like I haven't seen him that much. I agree. Um, no, who is the, where's the firefighter? Uh, Brendan. The firefighter, mm-hmm. he will go home soon. Um, Josh, the IT consultant, got sent home, who I remember seeing him during the ceremony and being like, I don't know who that is. He's very cute, but who is that? Yeah, exactly. And you have to you have to admit after a certain time, you're like, you know what? I don't know who any of you are. Maybe that's a sign about your your um, future here, one might say. Sorry, my friend yes. is asking for a very specific photo that I need to send her. I'm like, where Jimmy, is you want to do some ASMR into the mic? Like, what do you have to say to your, to your fans? Jimmy, how do you feel about life? What's life like? Oh my god, that's so cute. Oh my god. It's the wimpiest meows. That's so cute. Um, I'm sure y'all okay. probably heard Scout barking plenty during this. this okay, well, episode. that there's um, three episodes in... We somehow did it. One hour, which is actually less than our normal time. Yes. We normally so, film for about an hour and a half, so... I think that's because we are so focused we, we on not the making chase. this episode 6,000 hours long that we were like, okay, let's... Focus. Speed chop up. chop chickens. Um, so do you do your camp again next week? Yes. Okay. Um, and I might end up going on like a work trip next week. So we'll see you when we see we'll you. Figure it out. Everyone. We'll figure it out, guys. We may record an episode. We may not. Um, we're just we're just having a busy girl summer. What can I busy say? Busy girl summer. Busy girl summer. But we love you guys. We do. And we'll see you on Looking Instagram. forward to the rest of the drama this season. Looks like oh we got a lot the to unpack. stressed me So out. much drama and so little time. Like, oh, I'm like, so how can that much drama. happen in the second half of the season? And it's there's so many people that I like now, too. There are so many people that I like and so many different people that seem to be in this drama. Yes. Like, there's, like, bits with Andrew. Greg, Mike, Michael, Blake, like so many. So very interested to see how this all plays out. Yeah. But okay. But that's all. In folks. the meantime, we love you guys. Love Stay you. safe. Scout is also saying goodbye. Scout says bye, bitches. Say bye. Goodbye. Peace. Love you.